So, did you uh, did you guys find any any interesting topics that you didn't draft uh, while you were researching balls? Um, interesting topics. Yeah, just one thing. Like you were interested, but you didn't draft. Oh, okay. So interesting balls that we didn't draft. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I got, Nothing. got pretty Sorry. much exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Well, I found happy. out something interesting about uh, Quidditch, actually. Yeah. Uh, did you know in the universe of Harry Potter, no American team has ever made the Quidditch World Cup? Hmm. It's because we have a very strict no-snitching policy. All right, so that's the last episode of the podcast. Yeah, and that was, we had a good run. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> 21 and done. 21 and done. That joke was better than you all acted. <laughs> the audience will determine that, Ben. I saw we, do not, we do not need to hold you in judgment. Here's the thing, Ben. The internet will. Here's the thing. You didn't need to finish saying that joke because you said Quidditch, and I was like, he's going to make a snitch joke. <laughs> saw it coming from a mile away. Yeah, but you didn't say anything. No snitching. Do, 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 do. Theme song through the pain. Hi everyone and welcome back to Draft the Universe, the Nerdfight Battle Royal. That's a podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the battle. And fucking And then fight, fight <laughs> was, to the battle. And fight to the battle. I was so close that time. Fight to the battle to the death to the battle. <laughs> and uh fight it out it to like the Metallica death. song. <laughs> fight to the battle to the death to the battle. <laughs> Draft the universe. I'm Jafar. I'm Chris. And I'm Ben. And we're ridiculous. Yeah. And we're here for the first episode of our balls debate. Yep. This is going to be a, a great one to share with your friends and family. Yeah, there's going to be nothing embarrassing about talking about balls for a couple hours. Nope, not at all. No? I don't think so. No, we should be fine. Has anybody heard any good ball-related news lately? Um... Does anything about Rudy Giuliani count? Um, no. He's bald. <clears throat> That's half of a ball. Yeah, it's kind of like a cue ball look going. But uh, okay, I will. I will point out. My wife was very mad at me when Jafar set me up for a uh, a spherical ghost that I did <laughs> not pick. Ghastly. Yeah, ghast. I, I was thinking boo. Um, ghastly was a solid pick, and we actually got a uh, viewer email about that as well, yeah. um, saying why didn't you pick ghastly? Um, we get viewer emails? and and uh, ghostwriter. <laughs> oh yeah, ghostwriter also applied. Yeah. Um, I couldn't remember if ghostwriter had a tail or not. It was kind of wispy. I don't. I don't know where the ball. Oh jeez, I could have taken a will of the wisp. Yes, you could have. Ah. You always regret the balls that you didn't, you know, pick. Well, says the guy who drafted these nuts. I don't regret it. All right. I would have regretted not taking these nuts. It's true. <sighs> okay. Well, our first match is Ben versus Jafar if we want to get into it. All right, let's do it. Let's get into these balls. Just to reach into that ball okay. pit. 
<laughs> Ball yes. pit works. Yep. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Today, all of our uh, all of our criteria are printed, custom printed on balls, brightly colored balls. Mm-hmm. And on our first ball, which is a blue one, start an extended cinematic universe for your balls. Secondly, on a red ball, which ball is the most versatile? Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Ben, you pick first. Uh, I'm going to go with tennis balls. Hmm. All right. Jafer. I'm torn. I'm are not. You, are you burnt? <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> I actually said that at work two days ago and paused waiting for someone to say, are you burnt? Until I realized nobody listens to this podcast from work. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a troubling moment for me. It's always a disappointment when reality doesn't live up to your imagination, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, all right. Most versatile cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a really... <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think I think the proof is in the pudding. I'm going with the Marble Olympics. All right. All right. All right, okay. Ben, you're up first. Okay, so I'm p- pitching an ex- uh, an extended f- cinematic universe. Yep, in the mold of um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, perhaps, um, or the DC Universe. Um, I want it to be good, though. Yeah. He said DC Universe, not DC Cinematic Universe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, DC Cinematic Universe. Mostly, I'm, I was thinking about the, the Turboverse, um, if you wanted to make a, mm, an addition yeah. to that one. Um, yeah, the Turboverse, we should... We need to dedicate a podcast to the Turboverse. Both movies of it. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half movies. There's, there's like seven movies. What are you guys talking I, about? <laughs> it's it's a situation where you got to read between the lines. It was a multiple author situation. Um, and, and a lot more films are connected to the Turboverse than you'd imagine. For instance, the, 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 the movie um, Home Alone. Definitely in the Turboverse. Like, okay. All the kinds of antics... <laughs> the movie Blank Check, also in the tur- Turboverse. Um, Remote Control, that one is in the Turboverse. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones, but... Uh, North? Which one's that? That's where... Uh, is that uh, Elijah, Elijah Wood? Wood looks for new parents? Yeah, that, yeah, I think that could be in the With, Turboverse. Uh, Jason Alexander and... Uh, <laughs> uh, oh... Uh, uh, from Veep, uh, uh, Julia Dreyfus. Yeah, Julia, Julia Louise Dreyfus as his parents. Okay. Yeah. Also Turboverse. Yeah. yeah. Correct. I mean, Last Action Hero has discussed previously. Totally mm-hmm. part of the Turboverse. Yeah. Street Fighter Turbo, not part of the Turboverse. And no. no. Mortal Kombat, however, Turboverse. Turboverse. Yeah. All right. Okay. Makes sense. All right. So let's hear your pitch, Ben. Okay. So, uh, it's. A series of, it's backdoored in as a series of, uh, of documentaries about famous tennis players. Okay. But what suddenly becomes apparent as the actual project starts rolling is you realize in the middle of these uh, documentaries, 
they've actually been playing the same people, regardless of who it was. Billie Jean King, Pete Sampras, uh, Venus Williams, they're all playing against the same opponents in their documentaries, at which point it becomes about that character, about the person who is just destined to go through their career as the person who is overcome in everybody's triumph. Okay, so you're, what you are pitching is sort of like an, a, uh, a tennis loser's universe. Uh, except what you don't see is uh, it's the same person. Uh, mm -hmm. So they, they become the, the plucky underdog who you're rooting for to turn it around. Okay. And then they assemble a team of, of, other, of other tennis players, and it turns out the big bads of the universe are the people we started with. Okay, so like Federer is Thanos? Um, yes. Yeah, okay, that makes sense to me. Uh, and uh, Andy Roddick is, is trying to, to coach them to not suck, and uh, John McEnroe is in every movie. Gotcha. So he's like the Stanley. He's like the Stanley. Gotcha. Is he like throwing a tantrum in every movie or? No. No. Okay, I like it. You're waiting for it. You're waiting for it, and it never happens. And then, well, then when they finally get their their big Avengers moment, he also he also freaks out and smashes his tennis racket. Gotcha. So it, it's a, a long series of increasingly frustrating McEnroe teases. Yes. Gotcha. You're, you're, you're waiting for it. You know it's gonna happen. And then he finally lets it off the chain <clears throat> and you're like, yeah! And the whole crowd applauds and it's great. Gotcha. Kind of like Infinity War spoiler incoming. Sam Jackson? Yes. Oh, you haven't seen it yet, have you? I saw it with you. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, asshole. <laughs> okay, well, just you wait. Just you wait. I just feed you lines from Hamilton sometimes. Not even not even on purpose. I, yeah. think, I think it's just the dynamic of our friendship that I know to just, oh, he'd appreciate this. <laughs> okay, Jafar, start an extended cinematic universe for your balls. Okay, so I've got the Marble Olympics. And I'm going to ignore the fact that the Marble Olympics are basically already an extended cinematic universe. Uh, we've had three tournaments already, um, plus, I believe, two sand rallies. Uh, we'll get our third sand rally, I think, this year. There's a lot of... There's a lot of sand rallies. Yeah. <coughs> are you sure? Hold on. So for, no, so there's only been two sand rallies. Okay. 2016 2017. Yeah. I got that right. Making me question my shit. But yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's an extensive universe already with a lot of early entries that uh, don't live up to the production standards of later entries. Yeah, totally. And so, um, you, so you're taking it forward from, yeah, from, I'm gonna, from I'm gonna, the original. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go ahead. We'll start with the 2018 Marble Olympics. Um, you know, we're not going to do the origin story. Uh, that's done enough in every cinematic universe ever at this point. Everyone's trying to get into that pot, and we're just going to... I mean, we've got, like, the Valiant one coming. DC fucked theirs up. Um, there's an Image one probably at some point going to happen. Uh, uh, I'm not interested in doing that all over again. Sure. So I'm going to start with the 2018 Marble Olympics. 
and spoilers for the 2018 Marble Olympics if you haven't finished them, uh, catching up with them. I'm going to particularly follow one team, the Midnight Wisps. Okay. Midnight Wisps. Yes, so we've got Waspy, Waspy, Whipsy, Wopsy, and Whoopsy are the Midnight Wisps. I can't say that word. Yeah, you might have picked a different team. I might, I might have <laughs> wanted to have picked a different team. Chris, I'm just going to point at you to say wisps for me. Wisps. Thank you. Okay. Um, when I need you, I'll just... Let's, we can, I'll let's, can we try it once? Let's, let's take a second, because I think you can get this. Just just make a sp, sp, There you go. Wisp, Wisp, There you go. Okay. Did I just watch you, My Fair Lady, Jafar? <laughs> um, so the Midnight Wisps. Let's not do that. The last thing we need is another aural war crime. <laughs> what? Ben, calm down. Come on. It was just a Tootsie Pop. Uh. So we're going to follow the Midnight Wisps on their journey. Okay, um, I take it. I'll, 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 I'll take over the Wisps. So <laughs> just point at me whenever you need okay. one. And on this journey, the Midnight Wisps start, uh, you know, coming into the um, last two events were in 10th place, you know. So we've got, you know, the uh, five meter ice dash, ski jump, mm-hmm. bobsleigh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and we get all the way to ice hockey, which is the second to last event. And the Midnight Wisps just dominated ice hockey. And got a lot of points, put themselves in a really good spot, and then um, in the Sand Mogul race, took first again, and ended up going from 10th to 1st and winning the 2018 Marble Olympics by one point. Ooh. This, this is our Miracle on Ice moment, which is probably also going to be a cinematic franchise after this year's uh, Olympics. But regardless, uh, you know, we have... All the buildup, we have the team that's not doing that great, that no one's favorites and gonna lose, coming from behind and pulling together through the power of teamwork and winning the day. Okay, uh, so what we've got here is a, uh, a tennis underdog story um, going up against uh, the um, Midnight Wisps uh, comeback. Um, in, in the 2018, um, so, uh, so I, I get how Ben's is an extended universe. How do you extend from that point? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I was going to get into that. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, so we have, uh, you know, the 2018 Marble Olympics. We have that. We have the 2018 Marble Olympics. We have that story. So we're going to take that forward and you might think, oh, well just do 2019 or whatever. Nah, man. It's, we've done that already. That's why we didn't do this origin story. It's why we started in the middle. And why we're going to jump ahead 100 years to the 2118 Marble Olympics, which of course take place on the moon. Gotcha. It's been 100 years since the Midnight Wisps have won the Marble Olympics, since their meteoric rise and teamwork and friendship allowed them to conquer when all seemed lost. Mm-hmm. 
And here we f see them in a very similar situation. And basically what we're going to do in the first movie when we film it is we're just going to green screen everything. And then we're just going to do the exact same movie two years later and just replace all the green screen and put it on the moon. Um, it's going to save a bunch on budget. Um, the movie will basically be free for us to make at that point, okay. and we can just rake in the dough, and it will be the most profitable cinematic universe. Interesting. Whew. Well, that's a tough one. On one hand, you've got a sport that legitimately millions of people you know, around the world watch and enjoy. And on the other hand, you have tennis. That was going to be my joke. Thank you for uh, stealing it straight out of my mouth. That one goes to Ben. I'm just kidding. It goes to Marble Olympics. What the fuck? You would have given it to Marble Olympics. Not you... for that pitch. <laughs> now on to our second criteria. Which ball is the most versatile? Jaffer. Gravitrax biathlon. Curling. The snow rally. Team pursuit ski jump. All of these at the Marble Olympics. You know, you got the Plinko board, you got the drop hole, you got the Chevron sign over in um, Sand Rally. You've got a lot of different things and a lot of different sports that you don't expect balls to play mm -hmm. in the Marble Olympics and Sand Rally. They're very All right. versatile. Alright, cool. Ben. Well, Jaffer went with a lot of different sports. The tennis ball itself is versatile. Not only can you play tennis, but you can use it to play catch. Dogs can chase it. You can use it so your walker doesn't scuff up the ground. You can use them to cover up tent spikes so you don't gore the crap out of your leg. In yeah. real life, tennis balls are the most versatile ball. Yeah, that's legit. Especially on the not scuffing up things with your walker. That is a very common problem for people in and around the demographic of our podcast. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so, yeah that one goes to Ben. Tennis balls, definitely. I would say that, that marbles are really more adept at tripping people. Um, They're very good at tripping people. Very good at that, yes. As we've seen in the Turboverse. Yes. Right. Maybe that's, maybe that's the deciding factor. Any film where a boy, or really just fate allows a uh, an adult character to slip comically on marbles and not die as they crack the back of their head open, that is the Turboverse. Hmm. Yeah? I mean that, or an appearance by Turbo Man. Or an appearance by Turbo Man, yes. Okay. Maybe anything with... Buster. Um, maybe anything with, um, with Arnold Schwarzenegger can be construed as like a fever dream happening inside of the nightmares... Of uh, of his yeah, character. Total Recall totally makes sense in that regard as yeah. part of the Turboverse. Yeah. So you're saying every other Schwarzenegger movie is some sort of Jacob's Ladder scenario? Yes. Except for uh, True Lies. True Lies is legit its own thing. All right. Uh, tiebreaker? Right. Yeah, go to a tiebreaker. <clears throat> Hatch the perfect plot to steal your opponent's balls. Best plot wins. Jaffer. Ben. Ben. Okay. So, as we saw at this year's uh, Winter Marble Olympics, sometimes security is lax, and spectators <laughs> can get onto the playing ground. 
I don't think they've beefed up security enough. So all you need is somebody with a bag big enough to hold about 100 marbles. <laughs> and bam, you're done. Because <laughs> those, those balls, those security balls, don't react all that quickly to the spectator on the field. And I think by that time, I could have cleaned it out and I'd be gone. Yeah, I mean... They about 25 seconds. They, they, really, they take a step every, like, half a second. It's just, like, step, step, step. And they're only moving a ball length. Yeah. So I just have to be faster than... I don't appreciate your bullying tactics and taking advantage of the diminutive size of my athletes, Ben. Okay. It's not the athletes, it's the security. Okay. I mean, well, let's, let's, hear, let's hear your plan to steal Ben's balls. Okay. So my plan is two things in motion at the same time. Gotcha. So we're going to target Wimbledon, right? Wimbledon, right? Wimbledon, not Wimbledon. I wasn't going to correct him, but Wim- okay. <laughs> is, it, is it Wimbledon? No, I, I legitimately Wimble- don't know. Wimbledon? Wimbledon. 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 It does sound more no, British. No, there's no P. W- Wimbledon. No, Wim- that's when you Wimble- would gladly Wimble- play tennis Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> w- Wimble- okay. Wimbledon. Wimpletown. Okay, so I'm gonna target Wimpletown. Okay, uh, and I'm gonna steal some tennis balls there. At least and we're legally distinct from Wimbledon <laughs> now. Uh, we won't get battle sued. royal. So, um, what I'm gonna do is I got two things happening at the same time. So Ben is there. You know, he's got a bag of marbles that he stole from me because he's a big guy who just is taller than a marble and just walked up and took them, right? Okay. But but Ben missed some marbles. Specifically, he missed the O-Rangers. I'm not uh, going to miss the O-Rangers. The O-Rangers weren't there, Ben, because they were here waiting for you to get back. And the O-Rangers have lined themselves up across the tennis court. They're just sitting there. You can see them, and you're there standing beneath the judge on his beach caddy thing and holding your bag of marbles, just like, I wish I had got those... Oh, Rangers, right there. So you're going to go, and you're going to go and try and get those, right? And while this is happening, the Midnight Wisps are secretly stealing all the tennis balls off all of the walkers of people in the audience, unbeknownst to you. (laughs) Of course, because Wimbledon's primary demographic is... The same as our podcast. Yes. Yeah, totally. So, let me get this straight. In order for your heist to succeed, I need to have already succeeded at my heist. Well, I mean, you went first, Ben. That's how this works. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I I wasn't going to say, no, you don't take the marbles. (laughs) That's that's lame and (laughs) shitty of me. It's not not really great podcast when, when, when Ben says, well, I would just... The security's really slow, I would take the marbles, and Javier goes, no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's not good radio. No. <laughs> All right. I thought you were just going to say, I let go of Puff's leash, and she brings <laughs> me back the tennis balls. <laughs> so, the thing about my dog, and I love my dog. She doesn't she's, fetch it. She's, she'll fetch anything but a tennis ball. Hmm. It's something about the texture, I think. Like, I have, a, like, a foam Nerf football. She loves fetching that thing. But a tennis ball, you throw it, she'll chase it, and she'll let it get right up to her nose, and then she'll fucking ignore it and run right back to you. All right. So, couldn't use the dog. I think that this one, um, 
uh, your your willingness to steal from the elderly has won this one for you. Um, I'm not happy about giving you this point, but clearly you want it more. Uh, so so congratulations, Jafar, you win this one. I don't know about that. You know who's a giant tennis fan who would be there at Wimbledon? Sean Connery, Order of the British Empire. They haven't revoked that? <laughs> <laughs> they don't really do take backsies in the British Empire, Chris. It's been a big source of trouble for them. I think if Brexit has taught us anything, it's that the British should double down on their mistakes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. <clears throat> well, all right. That's the end, end of our first match. What's the next match? The next match is Jaffer versus Chris. All right. Okay. Okay, number one. How sweet is the potato cannon that shoots your balls? Mm-hmm. And, like, oh my god. Which ball is just the best? Search affair. What do you pick? Um. I think... I'm going to go with the earth. Okay. Chris? I think I'm going to go with Arrakis. Mr. T from uh, the A-Team? It's B.A. Barakis. It's close. It sounds similar. Okay. Okay. I... So, we need some feedback here, people, because every time Ben does a really bad pun, Jafar and I pretty much no-sell him. Um, just total straight face. We, th- we think that's pretty funny, but it's hard to tell from the outside if it's funny or not, because you can't see the pained look upon Ben's face. Um, you don't get to listen to him crying at night. So I guess um, we'll make a Facebook poll, and it will be, can you hear Ben's pain? Yes or no? And we will know how to continue with puns from there. Yeah, yeah. So just let us know. If, Speaking if, of which, Chris, congratulations on winning your massive Facebook campaign on Dune Yes. Yes. Well, Dune. it's also you guys edit out me going, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> and you can't see me with my arms getting higher and higher as I wait for you to react to my puns. I've never been more grateful that the ceilings in the draft bunker are so low. Yeah. Until I see you lift your arms, Ben. Mm-hmm. Eh? I mean, without editing, this podcast sounds a lot different, right? It's very echoey. You know, um, um, we have to take my voice and just take the pitch down about mm-hmm. 40 hertz. Um, most people won't know because they've never really been behind the scenes, but my voice is just a, vo- a vocoder. Right. Yeah, you're actually a robot. I'm actually a, a robot. And of course, we've cut out every single time that... Ben has done an Eric Cartman voice, um, yeah, and which has been substantial and has cost us pl- probably hours at this point. He does that a lot. Yeah, um, I've got a really bad habit of breathing in with my nose on top of the mic that we have to edit out constantly. Anyway, how sweet is the potato cannon that shoots your ball, Jafar? I don't know, Ben. How sweet is a potato cannon that can launch the Earth? So here we go. We've got this giant potato cannon, right? Uh-huh. And think of the size of a potato, right? You know, fist-ish. Think of the size of a potato cannon. Yeah. You know, maybe a couple feet. So I'm thinking one that's about maybe from the sun to the asteroid belt. 
in size. You just load that earth right in there, pull back all that suction, and then force it through. Hmm. And just launch that earth as far as you can into orbit around another star. Maybe, hopefully, with another planet that we can get to. Because Lord knows we haven't been doing good here. That's interesting. All right. It was just Arbor Day. Plant some trees. Chris. I mean, so so here's here's my problem. Um, you described a potato gun, and really what we're looking at is more of like a frisbee launcher, right? Because Earth is really a round kind of like frisbee shape that sits atop the 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 you know several elephants and a turtle right hashtag chris flat earther <laughs> no that was not flat earthing that was uh discworld <laughs> what that, that is, was, is discworld not flat earthing interesting um <laughs> I, I don't think that uh <laughs> i don't think that's how are they different but chris what's underneath that turtle another turtle and underneath that turtle another turtle okay what's underneath that turtle another turtle are you implying that it's turtles all the way down? No, you didn't ask me all the way down. Keep going. Okay, what's underneath that turtle? A rat. What's underneath that rat? The floor of the sewer. It's ninja turtles all the way down. Ah. Uh, four turtles. Five rat. turtles. Sewer. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get it in post. We'll put the right amount of turtles in there. <laughs> okay, so the main problem with Jafar's plan is that... If you fire something in space, it pushes back equally in the opposite direction of whatever it is firing. And so you really only get half of the velocity of whatever you're trying to fire. So the potato gun goes flying backwards about as fast as the Earth goes flying forwards, hmm. right? Um, the planet Arrakis is known for the geriatric spice melange, which allows third-stage guild navigators to, um, to fold space, right? And so... What you do is that you fold space several times, several times, right? So you've got like a, a really thick bundle of space, and then you butt, butt the gigantic potato gun up against that. And because there's all that space, the potato gun is only, only going to bounce back a little bit, right? And that's, and that's, yeah, so, and, and Planet Arrakis, of course, goes zooming out. Um, and if, and if, if they should ever need another boost... Um, they already produce the geriatric spice melange on their planet, and they can fold sp space again to slow themselves down. They can fold space in front of themselves, perhaps um, in the in the shape of like a gigantic pinball uh, flipper. Um, you know, maybe they can bounce back and forth between several nebulas, ding 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 ding, ding, ding um, before finding a new home. You have to admit, the science in mine is pretty good. Yeah, but a. A flat Earth would just fly farther than a ball, so fair wins. Hashtag Ben Flat Earther. But but the frisbee goes above. It goes above the universe, and then it just kind of like circles back, and heads backwards and out of the universe. And then you have to spend billions and billions of years going to get it, get it because your buddy sucks at frisbee. Let's leave Jordan out of this. <laughs> okay. That's not a joke that works on our podcast because they don't know Jordan. They don't know that he's bad at frisbee. <laughs> People can you, read you context guys, I don't think he's that bad. No, he's actually pretty, he's pretty good, good at frisbee. He's pretty good at frisbee. 
It's a lot of practice. I also think that he might be pretty resentful about being connected to the whole flat earth thing, you know? So <laughs> And also he's like one of two dozen people who listen to our podcast. So let's not besmirch him. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Jordan. We appreciate you. Like, oh my god. What ball is just the best? <clears throat> You've been waiting a long time for this, haven't you? I have. <laughs> I have been waiting a very long time for this, and I'm very excited. <sighs> like, oh my god. Chani, look at that ball. That must be one of them Freeman's planets. It's like the home of plenty of sandworms, and you must cross the deserts using arrhythmic steps. Like, oh my god. So boring. And it's so hot. Jafar. So, like, oh my god. Here's this planet, right? Here's the Earth. And there's all this stuff on it. Oh, just never ending things to do. You can go see things and some of them are natural and they're just like, oh, look at this canyon. It's so grand. And some of them were built. Like, look at this tower. It's so Eiffel. Like, oh my God. There's just endless amounts of bitching stuff to do on the earth, right? It is the coolest place to go. Also, Tremors gives us sandworms, too, so, you know. Much smaller, inferior sandworms. But sandworms, nevertheless. Those sandworms do not produce the spice. But they do have a TV show. Dune, Dune had a miniseries. Two, in fact, two miniseries on the Sci-Fi Network before they had fucked up the spelling of its name. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, before... The Golden Age. Yeah, before <sighs> it was Cy, Cy Young-Fi. <clears throat> For reminding me of the good old sci-fi days, Chris ones. Oh, thank you, Ben. Okay. Tiebreaker. Pitch the tie-in video game. Jafar, give us Earth the game. Okay. So you know Civilization? Mm-hmm. That one. That's a really good game. Yeah. All right, Chris. Give us Arrakis the game. So you know Civ, the video game? Yeah. Your dudes can ride sandworms now. I have another idea, but the, I was committing to this bit, so... That's, if, that's fine. It's just Civ is real annoying if your only cities are in deserts. So, I'm giving this one to Jafar. Motherfucker. <laughs> I feel like I just got punished for Jafar's crappy bit. <laughs> My bit was good. You had a nice dramatic pause. Had a nice long dramatic pause. That'll hopefully be edited out because it was really Played to Ben's interests. I also played to Ben's interests. I mean... Dune is not Ben's interests. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how you expected to go into this winning. Riding sandworms is the interest of any fully grown man. So next up we have Ben versus Chris. The first criteria is, what are your balls afraid of? 
The second criteria is who's got the biggest balls of them all, figuratively or literally. I think we need to change up the rhythmic cadence of that just a little bit to make sure that we're on, you know, fair use grounds. So you can try another take. Who's got the biggest balls of them all? We've got the biggest balls of them all. Fancy balls? Rhythmic balls. That's Harmonic balls. That's balls of the world unite. Bow. <laughs> Atomic balls, atomic balls. And I'll see myself out. It's been a fun podcast, gentlemen. <laughs> that was a deep, dank fucking reference. You're welcome. Chris, you pick first. What was that a reference to? It's the a song. song Atomic Dogs by, by George Clinton and the Funkman Parlodelic. Come on, Ben. I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, mm. I was just. Do, are you, do you know the Bow Wow Wow Yippee Oh Yippee Right? From, from Little Bow Wow. Yes. And, and Snoop Dogg, and it's a sample. From Little Bow Wow. No, 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 no. The Snoop Dogg sampled it first. From Little Bow Wow. No, 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 no. Snoop Dogg was before Little Bow Wow. Otherwise, Little Bow Wow would be Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg would be Little Bow Wow. Well, that's just Bow Wow now. Yeah, well, he's older now, but he was a child then, Ben. I mean, Lil Wayne is a fully grown man, yeah. so I don't think that the name, like the nomenclature, really changes as you age, or really. Well, unless you're Puff Daddy, or P Diddy, or just Diddy, or Sean Combs. I think that he changed his name a bunch because he was, like, trying to distance himself from a bunch of murders, though. I mean, people who are on the run from murders tend to change their name. Yeah. That, that I think he just holds. hates SEO. So. <laughs> so, Chris, you pick first. Okay. Um, I, can't, I can't make up my mind, so you guys got to help me. Do you remember what you have? Yes. I can read you your draft list if you need no, to. No, I have it. Okay. Um, so if I go with these nuts, it's going to get a little juvenile. Right, well, yeah, you drafted your balls. Of course it's going to get juvenile. I drafted D's nuts. Um, okay. I'm going to go with D's nuts. <laughs> you, 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 you committed to it and still couldn't fully <laughs> commit to it. <laughs> All right, Ben. I'm going with a Zorb. Okay. So, D's Nuts versus Sorbs. Chris, what are your balls afraid of? Um, well, I mean, Asuka, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Asuka, convincing argument. Ben, what are your balls afraid of? <laughs> I got more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, feel free to, I mean, Asuka's pretty definitive. I figured we were good there. I mean, Zorbs are also afraid of Asuka. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, okay, I'm good with, I'm good with Asuka. <laughs> Okay, uh, pointy rocks. Mm, uh, yeah, Zorbs it, could be terrified of pointy rocks. You don't want anything to, to pop your Zorb, but they're pretty resilient. Uh, most of all, a Zorb is afraid of getting stuck or just continuing on into the ocean. Okay. And Asuka. And Asuka. She'll just kick you into the ocean. Oscar will just kick you into the ocean. Um, so here's here's the big question of this of this uh, of this match. 
does Asuka continue her undefeated streak in our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, considering that all balls are afraid of Asuka, um, really, when it comes down to it, I believe one of you more than the other. And I'm sure Zorbs are scared of pointy rocks, but I know that Chris's balls, these nuts, are uh, terrified of Asuka in ways that only Chris can appreciate. And for that, he gets the point. All right. Thank you. If you're confused about all of this talk of Asuka... Um, that means that you, like most of everybody, skipped our wrestling debate. Go back and listen to it. It's pretty good. If you know wrestling. You don't really need to know wrestling. <laughs> we, you, you really don't. We, we, we go out of our way to... If you know Death Note, you, you will get some jokes that Ben did not get. I did not. Yeah. All right. Second. Who's got the biggest balls of them all? In order to go zorbing, you have to strap yourself into a giant ball and then roll down a mountain. Yeah, okay. Chris? All right. Well. You should really get those looked at. I'm aware, but... Elephant Titus is a real thing and not just something I heard about in a movie, right? Make up your mind. Uh, I'm going to say anything to get those off the table. Ben gets the point. <laughs> I don't know if it's okay. Oh, we just did. <laughs> we'll find out later. Tiebreaker. Gentlemen, mm -hmm. Ben. Yes. Chris. Yes. Which ball would you be the most embarrassed to be caught with? <laughs> huh. So first, the clarification, who wins this one? Do you have to be the most embarrassed? No, it's the... Which ball would you be most embarrassed to be caught with? So, if you were walking down the street holding your respective ball, who's going to be more embarrassed? If you were in your room and your mother were to walk in unannounced, which one of you would be most embarrassed to be holding your ball? Gotcha. Well, um, so for D's nuts, I think the thing that everybody is always kind of the most anxious about is that you know, if, if, if for whatever reason you leave, you leave them kind of lying around, you know, and somebody happens to like stumble upon them, mm -hmm. you know, they open them up and they see that you're the kind of person who ate all of the cashews and left all of like the weird Brazil nuts and like, you know, peanut halves. Um, I think that like people judge you a lot based off of, you know, these nuts. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Ben. If I'm going down the street in a Zorb. Something's gone horribly wrong. 
Like, I just didn't stop, and now I'm in the middle of downtown. And you're strapped into that. Somebody needs to let you out. And the neighborhood kids find you, and they decide to play push the guy down into the canal. And then I'm out at sea, and then some sailors find me, and they're like, look at this guy in a Zorb on the ocean. And I'm just like, it's been five days. The Zorb is full of, of my excrement. Just please let me out. So Ben has pitched me an episode of season seven of Community. And Chris avoided the masturbation joke. Chris gets it. Thank you very much. All right, that puts us at the end of the first round. By the way, these nuts were afraid of Asuka because Asuka gonna absolutely destroy some nuts, right? Yeah, she's well, gonna smash them nuts. It's, it's good. Shinsuke smack is smashing it's, the nuts right now. Oh, yes, topical wrestling. Well, no, it's good. It's like nuts are good protein, a good source of energy before a match. You know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So's quinoa. So's quinoa indeed. Yeah. Oh, Becky All right. All right, so the end of the first round, Jafer has four points, Chris has three, and Ben has two. All right. It's all neck and neck. Well, except for me, who's losing. I mean, I don't think it's really neck and neck. I think it's just like a series of descending balls, right? It, I, it, it, is, I, a, it is a hill steep enough for me to zorb down. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fair. It, I guess it's a little steep. By the way, you said that you like you're strapped into this zorb. Yeah. Like, like the mascot for Westworld. Like you're just like, dun 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 dun. dun. Oh shit! <laughs> you mean the, like the Vitruvian Man? <laughs> that is, uh, yes. Have you not seen Westworld? I've not. Okay. Well, okay. one we need to fix that before our Westworld draft. Yeah. Imagine a Vitruvian Man, except that he's a cyborg made out of milk and getting built in front of you. Yeah. And it's Jules Brenner. Sure. All right. Well, thanks, as always, for listening. You can come back next week and catch the second half of the balls draft. Yep. Um, and don't worry, we'll keep the remaining balls very warm and protected for your enjoyment for later on. Um, until then... But not too warm. Un- we'll un- keep them in the Zorb. Yeah. Man, Zorbs are so lame. Uh, until Zorbs are most, the most extreme balls there are. Anything that is labeled as extreme that you have past the age of 17 is lame. Tootsie Pops don't have a Z. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Thanks, as always, to the Kickstand Band for their song, How It Feels, uh, that is used as our theme song. You can find their music at thekickstandband.bandcamp.com. And feel free to shoot us an email at drafttheuniverse at gmail.com. Let us know what you feel about Zorbin, what you feel about Dune, or what you feel about puns. Eh? Eh? <laughs> and join the conversation and vote on our polls at facebook.com slash drafttheuniverse. And feel free to throw us a mention at DraftTheVerse on Twitter or use the hashtag DraftTheUniverse. Bye-bye. Eh?